0: A book and a
1: dish On 702 702 Drive It's 12 minutes to 6 We do this every Friday We call it a song A book and a dish We spend time with somebody You know And trying to find out different things about them by asking them for a song that is special in their lives, a book that's been inspiring and a favourite dish. Well, that's a tricky one for my guest because she is the resident chef on SAB3's Espresso. She's written a whole lot of cookbooks. She was a judge on the great South African Bake Off and more and more uh, involvement in the world of food and getting us to get better at cooking it and to uh, share to some degree her deep love uh, for making wonderful food even better Zola Nene welcome to 702 drive it's good to have you with us
0: hello thank you so much for having me good evening
1: I want to ask you can you remember the very first time you said to friends or family I'm going to cook and if you can remember (laughs) that can you remember what you cooked
0: Goodness, I'd have to trace my uh, memories back way, way back. Um, I don't actually remember the first time I said it, but yeah. I do remember um, the first time I kind of felt like, oh, my place is in the kitchen. So the first time I cooked with my gogo, um, she taught me how to make isinko sombila. I think I must have been... Gosh, I don't even know. Um, I must have been six or seven. Right. Um, and she put me on the table, and she let me grind the milies with her. She let she let me mix the dough and steam the bread. Um, so yeah, that's my most vivid. In terms of offering to cook for for anyone, I can't remember when that was.
1: Tell, tell me, I mean, it's such a a lovely memory that you're sharing, and you're painting a picture of your grandmother. Is where was this? Would this have been in Umlazi? Because I know that's where you were born, or.
0: Yes, so I was born uh, in Lazi, like you said, in in, yes. but my family did move to George when okay. I was about um six or seven. Um so this particular food memory happened when my maternal grandmother visited us in George for the very first time right. Um, and actually the only time actually because she, she passed away when i was when I was very young. so she visited visited us, excuse me, um once and that was the moment. that was the time that she um, taught me how to make that bread.
1: I, w- I, w- I want to ask you, Do you, was your wanting to be in the kitchen, wanting the company of uh, someone very special in your life? Or was it actually a, a very young and, and, and swiftly growing interest in food and making it?
0: I think, you know, I, I kind of recognized very early on um, whenever there was a wedding or a funeral or a birthday or umsebenzi of any kind, there yes. was a celebration um in KZN in, in, um, on the farm, um the kitchen just seemed to be the place where most of the laughter was coming from. Most of like the music and the dancing and the chatter, it just seemed like this really happy space. And as a child, I was sort of sitting with my other, my cousins and my brother's, and sister sort of, um, you know, doing what kids do. But I always kind of was drawn to the kitchen because it was just always, it always seemed like the happiest place. So I think that my love for food stemmed from there. I don't think that the thought of food being a, a career or um, yeah, an, an option to sort of do for the rest of my life um came to me then. That was a much later realization. Right. But I have always been drawn to, to the kitchen and food.
1: Tell us, tell us about school. I mean, if we were to see Zola Nene's school reports from the Holy Cross <laughs> Convent or York High School, uh, what what would they say? I'm I'm interested partly in the symbols, but also in the the, the, the class teachers' comments.
0: Oh, gosh. Um, I was a very studious somebody when I was younger. So I think um, my reports reflected that in in a positive way. Um, Yeah, I I had a vast group of friends. Obviously, it was a big transition moving from KZN sort of – Zulu speaking and then going to George in, to an English speaking convent. So that took some adjusting. But um, yeah, I made some really great lifelong friends who I, I hold dear to myself even today. In terms of high school, I kind of moved to the, uh, do they call it a satellite school? So right. Holy Cross Convent to York, to York High. And yeah, I had a great high school experience, um, made lots of friends. The teachers were all very kind. I hope they would remember me fondly. (laughs) You never know, but I don't think I caused too much trouble there.
1: (laughs) I I, want to ask you though, I mean, at a certain point you decide you're going to go to the Institute of Culinary Arts uh, for three years. So a very conscious decision at a certain point to say, I'm not only interested in the kitchen and and the sociability and the sense of warmth and family or family and friends, uh, whatever Mm. it was, but but this is something I want to do um, as a career, is it already on your mind that it's a career?
0: At, at the stage at which I decided to go to yes. ICA, absolutely. But coming out of high school um, and deciding what to go and study, I actually went to study BCom Law in Stellenbosch University. Okay. Um, so I did that for two years. And I, in my second year exams, I realized that actually law's not going to be for me. Yes, I'm talkative and mm, argumentative, mm. all of those things. But <laughs> I wasn't passionate about it. Um, so I sort of told my my parents that, you know, I'll finish doing my law degree, but I don't really think that this is what, um, f- you know, feeds my soul in a way. And my dad has always grew up with my dad who loved his job. So he always encouraged yes. us to choose a career that makes you really happy. And it was at that point where he asked me, OK, so law doesn't make you happy. What does make you happy without you thinking about it? And my response was, I really love to cook. Um, and that's literally where it started. So I did spend some time overseas in um, the UK cooking as, you know, peeling potatoes, peeling carrots, chopping onions, you know, all those mundane jobs just to get right. some kitchen experience and see if it is something that I wanted to do. And I did that and I was like, yes, I do. I want to come back to South Africa to this male dominated industry Mm-mm. and I want to be a kitchen and be a chef For that I needed to earn my stripes and study to be a chef. So, so- that's when I enrolled at RCA.
1: Well, let's talk food then. Um, you you had to pick a favourite dish. I don't know how difficult it was, but you picked lamb, lamb, <laughs> lamb curry. And you, and you, in the note I was given, it says, and an honourable mention for coleslaw. So, uh,
0: <laughs> yes. T- tell us
1: about the the lamb curry. Is it something something that you would have eaten at home as a family, or is it something you got into later?
0: Oh, definitely something I ate as um, a family. My mom is a fantastic cook, and as a Durbanite, a, a Zulu girl born in in KZN, ah. curry I think is also is part of my you know food heritage. So uh, my mom cooks a mean curry, the best curry in the world, and I say that having gone to India and tasted multiple curries and still came home and was like, yeah, mom, yours is actually the best. (laughs) So that's where my love, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, fighting words. Um, Yeah, that's where my love for lamb curry comes from. And for people who watch my Sunday lunches, so I I do an elaborate seven-color plate for Sunday lunch pretty much every Sunday, coleslaw is a prominent feature because I just, I love coleslaw. It's just, it's a salad that ticks all the boxes. Mm -hmm. It's crunchy, it's colorful, it's creamy, it can be, you know, tart or acidic if you
1: depending on what you add to it so yeah coleslaw for the wooden. Tell, tell us a, a, about your choice of book um kayat lango many people know his memoir to quote myself it's about uh, his mm. growing up in rural Transkai, uh, published 2016 if you're gonna haven't read it yet and gonna dig it out do you find that with with your career choice that you read a lot about chefs and indeed you probably i would assume read lots of cookbooks
0: I do. So the majority of my reading is um, cookbooks. I have an extensive collection. It's something that um, I'd like to treat myself to a cookbook. Obviously, I'm a cookbook author as well. So I love to sort of support my peers in that way. Um, so yeah, the majority of my reading is definitely cookbooks. But I really enjoy the way Kaya writes. I think he evokes um all kinds of emotion in his writing. So he's comedic, um he's also very serious, so thought provoking as well, and also nostalgic in, in many ways. So I, I just I love the the lightheartedness yet serious um topics that he he covers in his writing.
1: Well your music choice we're gonna cue it up now. This is by Pili. Uh it's the song is called Closer. Um do you sing? was part of the kitchen life singing and were you any good at it
0: <laughs> um i'd say i'm i'm pretty good um i won mystery the first season of mystery mike on kfm your sister okay um, <laughs> a broadcaster um yeah so i had there was a mystery mike and i i sang a song and i happened to win so i guess people could say i can hold you, a tune. you, you um, can I enjoy more than hold the well. tune
1: Well, we've certainly enjoyed talking to you. And thank you so much, Sola Nene, Uh, joining us on 702 Drive, sharing with us your song, your book, and your dish. Uh, I'll be coming around for a lamb curry, I hope, someday. But thank you so much for your time.
0: (laughs) Bye. Bye.